Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 truck. And joining me as usual, Brett Griffin, spotter, Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, and my debut this weekend at actually a pretty tough place to spot Dover with Todd Gilliland. Todd Gilliland? What happened to Myatt Snyder? Uh, I'm doing him in Kentucky. Okay. Kyle, Todd, and Myatt are splitting that truck. Gotcha. The 51 truck. Hey guys, it's KB, and welcome to Door Bumper Clear. We are here in the Exalta studios, so thanks to Exalta for this awesome studio, which is now bigger, which means we don't all have to cram together on the couch. And thanks to One Main Financial, who is actually the entitlement sponsor at the Xfinity race this weekend at Dover, they the are. One Main Financial 200. Yes. So see if we can get Elliot in victory lane for them. That means a lot of work. And for, out of the wall. For Aaron, a little <laughs> bit for Brett, but oh. Are they, uh, let me ask you this real quick, because I don't know, where is um is One Main uh, a large in that area? So their headquarters was in Baltimore, Maryland. Now they have a significant presence there. They have a big presence in Wilmington, Delaware. Which is really close like to Dover. 30 minutes north yeah, or something. Yeah, and then their other big presence is Evansville, Indiana. But, yeah, they have two big offices really close to Dover. Yeah, that's awesome. So they should have a pretty big presence there and They have, have 5,500 people coming. Yeah. Wow. They so it's going to be a big weekend for They all, all have us. pit passes. Did we tell you yet? <laughs> I'd kill you. <laughs> do, do they, they all get pictures of the car? <laughs> Every one of them. 5,500. <laughs> yes, in, in, in seven minutes. <laughs> oh, well, that's God. Exciting, that's how though. we do it. That's exciting for them. That's great. They're, yeah, um, that's cool. They love <clears> the sport, and they're showing it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How was Charlotte, everyone? One of our cars ended up in a wall. Yeah, uh, more than one yeah. did. Two, two of them did. Two, two of them. Did. Oh, yeah. Michael and too. Something broke on the five, didn't it? Uh, uh, no, attraction. Well. The seven. <laughs> the the four car. Chastain. Ross Chastain. Is that yeah. the guy who threw the punch at Bristol? Yeah. Yes. Or is that the guy who got punched? Watermelon. Watermelon King of the Watermelon King. I think he threw the punch or get punched. He threw, he the, threw punch. the punch. I think he saw a five and a, I think he thought he saw one behind the five there. Yeah. Because I watched it happen, and it actually I saw it happen, and it made me mad when I saw it. He literally got to him halfway down the backstretch, stayed on him into three, and just carried him off in there until he put pushed the five and wrecked him. I, I can't really repeat what uh, Hamlin was saying on the radio, <laughs> but he was not happy. I that. was mad because, of how, I mean, if you're going to move somebody, just move them a little bit. You don't have to lay into them that hard and, and right. destroy their car. You are not running in a position to 
to be doing that. First what of all, what does Ross Chastain even look like? Uh, a watermelon. <clears throat> no, he was uh, a nondescript white guy. Yeah, he's a uh, just a skinny. And Annette was in the uh, care center for like an hour. Really? Yeah, yeah, he was. Thanks. He all right? Yeah, he's fine. Which what? one is he? Both. One he has a beard. The other one he doesn't. Well, he looks like yeah. a goober. He's he's um. <laughs> goober. The one that comes swinging me. The one that threw the punch is the one on the right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bearded Ross Chastain. Yeah. And uh, you know, Ross, Ross is a he's yeah. been a good little driver, but yeah, that's him holding a watermelon. Oh, that's nice. Pretty hat. Yeah. <laughs> but in no sense do you need to destroy somebody's car for. You know that position. What was he track. mad at? <clears throat> I'm not really I, sure. I don't. I don't think there was a reason. Right? No. I don't. I think he was just being a jackass. Basically, racing too hard. Oh, yeah. Aggr- yeah too I aggressive. don't know, man. He was mad because they were attached at the three quarter marker of the straightaway, and he didn't turn off him or turn low. So he went in there wanting to wreck. Knowing him. he was going to wreck. Yeah, him. that's what made me mad. But he didn't even attempt to pass him. He he got to him, drove him off in there until Michael was going to hit. So and. I don't know if Michael made him mad or something, but I don't think anything. No, I think Michael's should, mad. I think <laughs> Michael should be mad. I w- I'm mad, and it's not even my car. Did Michael wrestle or something? Played, I played hockey. hockey. Played hockey. Uh, well, yeah. Perfect. And he broke uh, he broke the league record for amount of time in the penalty box <laughs> one year. So, Chastain, watch out, bud. Yeah. That'd don't be- don't mess around with hockey players. <laughs> hockey and rugby. No. Those guys are crazy. Yeah. I know where Ross lives. He's going to give his address out on the podcast. <laughs> I Everyone told Kevin, show up. I told Kevin. Live uh, Does he live in Morrisville? He lives right up Shinville Road. I, I know mean. where Annette lives. Uh, he lives right up. We'll go pick Annette up and we'll go see him. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna round up. I just want to get in on action because I'm not good at watching that kind of stuff. You know? I was going to round up some stuff in Ross's front yard, but then I realized he just rented the house off you know, yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. All righty. So All right, so Charlotte, the Charlotte. So Tyler Reddick drove like an idiot. Ross Chastain drove like an idiot. Were there any other idiots this weekend? I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying Tyler should have been that close to you, but that was a bad Did scenario. Did you see to be Tyler in. before that? Were you around Tyler Reddick at any point during the race? I Pick a f***ing lane, dude. I thought he the was 48, all over the place. The 48 and the 16 were the probably two worst on the track that 48 I saw. 48 and 42 were maniacs. Maniacs. 48, anytime he has a fast car, he's a maniac. Yes. But – over. I mean, it's just like, I mean, when you watch guys race each other, and, and I'm not saying TJ and I always are the best, but seven called us, and I said, Elliot, let him go. He let him go. Ten laps later, we called him. Seven pulled down on the back stretch. We drove right by him. Like, you, you should race each other like you got a brain, especially yeah, no, when you're teammates. Well, there's, there's no sense in holding too. each other up. Yeah. If you're running a completely different line than me, there's no sense in me being in your way when you're going, you know, I. It, I don't need to hold you up on the straightaway or whatever. We right. just need to be out of the way. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, the 600 was um, – Long. I don't think <laughs> I it fell was... asleep for two hours, woke up, and there were still 30 laps to go. But that was because of the rain, too, yeah. though. So, l- that race seemed a whole lot shorter for me with them segments that, the, like that. It helped break it up for you? I mean, it, there was just – you were you knew you had to – there was people short pitting, trying to get track position. There was people doing different things. And that broke it up into the long. We normally get a long run, and it just drags out. Yeah, we race differently. Yeah, it was definitely a different race. I thought it went shorter than what it what it normally did to me, anyway. Yeah, but I don't know if the racing was. It was different the way the lanes were and stuff. So I'm not. Um, you know, I don't really know. 
What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I just got a text from Aaron. What's that? Get the gaudiest double XL Dell Jr. shirt I can find. What are we doing with it this weekend? I don't know. Can I put get it, it on Elliot and belt it? Can I get it and you pay for it and yeah, bill her? I'll put it on the market. Do I have a tab here? I have a tab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what about hey? What about that tank top over there? That's no not sleeves. gaudy enough. That Ray Rice I jersey. I can add bed- bedazzle to it. <laughs> That's what I call wife beaters now. Ray Rice jersey. Oh God! What an. Ass. Oh, by the way, just I would to, get an elevator with that guy. You? Uh, there's others with me. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Lynette. <laughs> yeah. Well, ho- yeah, Ross. he better bring the hockey stick with Apparently him. Apparently, I need Ross. Golly. Speaking I, of that, by the way, Ross is running the cup race this weekend. Ross Chastain? In the 15th. Dude, how about Derek Cope? He yes. would enter on the bottom, and he would drift all the way to the top, <laughs> all the way to the wall. So that you can't pass the idiot. If you want to get my <laughs> like my rant is about those cars that were you they say, Oh, we're up out of the way. No, you're actually right in, in the, the damn way. way. Yeah. You say you're up out of the way. Yeah. You the lap cars, you just need to run the bottom because it's so much harder to pass you coming off the corner when it, we're thirty mile an hour faster and we got a lift. It's terrible. And everybody behind you gets a run because you got a lift. Oh, we're out of the way. No, you're actually right in the damn way. In the way. So, you know, it and it you know, I Timmy Hill was really good at being bad. <laughs> Derek Cope has taken sucking to a whole new level. Whole new level. When are you going to pick him for the uh, DBC picks? Oh, my God. That's never going to happen. still have him. Like, it's nauseating he's that much in the world. So, way. these guys, like, just so you know. Who's his spotter? Have you ever talked to a spotter? Apparently don't I don't have know one. who it is. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have one. These guys don't, aren't in the best cars, but they can do Silly things idiot. to stay out of the way. Yeah. And – I know the fastest lane was most of the time, you know, you could run the bottom pretty quick, but I would you could also move up though. Anytime you can move up, slower cars need to be on the bottom, out of the way, because it's so much easier to drift in there and go around them and keep your speed up rather than catching these guys thirty miles an hour slower than you off the corner and you have to lift. When you have to lift at that point of the racetrack, everybody behind you you're racing screws has a huge run and it costs you one to two spots when you have to do that. And it's not it's aggravating after 600 miles of that. It's aggravating. It is. So, and I don't know if it's these drivers or if the spotters aren't saying, like, hey, we should just run the bottom. These guys can drift up around you and get I'll out of the way. I'll be like, hey, Derek, you look like an hole <laughs> out there. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, stop. Enter higher. Slow down. Quit. quit. <laughs> 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 just quit. Every do you, do you pick, guys think that there should be some sort of qualification to be a spotter, like a written test? Or it, w- it, it would make sense to do, to do that, but then you almost are putting a liability on the process. Yeah. And it's almost like they say, okay, team. And I mean, Eddie Wood told me point blank when I got here in, in 1999, we pick pretty much the dumbest person on the team and give them a headset and say, go spot. <laughs> well, around 2001, um, I think some of us changed the game on that. I, I think that. We start a pay. So you attention. aren't the dumbest person on our team. No, I'm not. I mean, <laughs> some probably, think so. Probably second dumbest. <laughs> Whoever backs Elliot out of the garage is the dumbest. Coming to your spotter. <laughs> ten four, oh. ten four mechanic. <laughs> my I have to tell you, last year when you did that, name, I name, laughed so hard during practice. My name is still Brett. It's not spotter. Ten <laughs> <laughs> four crew guy. Thank you. <laughs> That's what you said last year. They're like coming to your spot, and you're like. Thanks, crew guy. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I that mean, guy's I, not on our team anymore. He's on the uh, nine. Well, whoever's on our team now, come to you, Spider. <laughs> what? Okay, Who is guy. it? Who is it? It's awesome. 
Giggles. Who's Giggles? Some oh. call me ludicrous. Some he call doesn't me sound Mr. like Giggles. a giggling guy. Come with you, Spider. He didn't giggle okay. in. Uh, uh, me up. Uh, what do they say on the seven? Um, they're backing out. They most of the time say my name or something. Most of the time when we hear them back out, we know they're coming to us. Yeah. Okay, you can come back. <laughs> come with you, Spider. I don't mind the heads up. Also, you can usually see them. Yeah, sometimes no, I like, like Richmond up. or something, you can't see them. No, I'm usually dozed off. I, I, that's why I like I like the heads up. If it's hot, I'm out. hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. You know <laughs> During how, practice. You know how cool it is to just act like you're in, using the bathroom? So you're just like, oh, it feels good. In here. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. Last <laughs> year, sit down. <laughs> at Indy, at hot, Indy, um, Indy last year, there was a guy. You know how there's two different sides of the pagoda. It's hot. There was Indy a guy hot. up on the front, the middle part of the pagoda, on the front side. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Up there where the snipers are and everything. Yep. So this is no joke. He was in a chair up there, and he was kicked back, and he was definitely not awake. Not awake. And so a couple of us see his car roll out. <laughs> this car rolls out. It gets off pit road, and it makes the first left down there, going to, and it's in the short chute. Yeah. <laughs> it's in between turns one and two. And you can see his head. You can tell her, like, hey, you know, he was like, <laughs> he kicked, he's like. <laughs> so, Scared him to death. And then, and then it did the whole, um, anybody looking? You know, anybody else notice yeah, it? Anybody else, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Kind of like Kyle's video. video. Going to you, bar. Kind of like Kyle's uh, trip <laughs> video. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, that was Not, nothing happened here. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, man. All right. You guys ready for spot on, spot off? Yeah. Here we go. Brett, Monaco, Indy, and Charlotte all on the same day. And, yes, I watched all three. It's called the greatest day in racing for a reason. I mean, and it truly is the greatest day in racing. Not only is it three wonderful venues. I mean, I, I, I view Charlotte as our second biggest race, Coke 600 behind the Daytona 500. Obviously, the Indy 500 is a huge deal. And, wow. What a rules package they have. I mean, the, I remember Indy being so boring. Like, the event was big. The culture was big. The event sucked. The racing sucked. The event was great. Now the racing is even good. I miss Monaco. Who won? Uh, Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. Oh, he did? It was interesting because they actually – he was Kimi so, Räikkönen was leading. Yeah. For most and, of the race. And they after the, fir- well, after the first pit stop, um, I can't remember how it got switched, but somehow – Vettel came out in front. Oh. Vettel's leading the championship. Oh, are they teammates? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you so kidding me? If you can, if you saw after the race Kimmy's face, you pretty much know what happened. He Damn. looked, he looked like Kyle after the race. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He was over there, straight face. Vettel's over there celebrating. He's there. And they make you stand there while like the other guy is celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. Vettel's over there singing his national anthem, like singing. <laughs> Where's he from? Germany. Yeah. Germany. They drink beer in Germany. Reichen is just sitting there, like mad. he's just like mad. Like yeah, <coughs> team, like, like team orders. He lost Monaco on team orders. You think? I think so. I do. I'd flip my team off. Be like, sorry. Yeah. I'm it, going I mean, you. I hate to. that. It's that's been a part of Formula One forever, though. It and has. it's not. And yeah. honestly, the I was more disappointed at the motocross stuff a month or two ago. When yeah, whenever um the race before the last one, that guy basically pulled over. He looked like he made him. He made it look like he made a mistake. But you don't make a mistake on the last lap with half a lap to go. Right. You know, but so spot on, man. Great day of racing. Yeah, I would. I don't. I look forward to that day. You know, when you, we get to the month of May, I know it's coming, and I look forward to it. So yeah. spot on that. Month of May is awesome. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. VHT compound at Charlotte Motor Speedway. TJ. You know, I I'm gonna go spot off. I I think the track for like once we get racing, I think people get 
moving around a little bit with the way the track was. And this track's getting wore out more and more now, and it's getting better and better. I don't think we need to mess with it, to be honest with you. I'm spot on on the attempt to make the groove wider. Uh, I'm just so spot off on how fast the cars are running. I think that creates the bad racing. I mean, I watched Denny Hamlin and Jamie McMurray both drive through the field, and when you get in that top ten spot, it's just so hard to pass because those guys are going so fast. Um, but, I, I mean, look, let's let's not try to create something that, that the – the surface isn't. I think that's what we're trying to do with this VHT deal or whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it was done right. It was actually really weird how the cars could roll down into the middle and get turned off. It was almost like they were stuck on a rail. Yeah. And it was weird looking. It wasn't like you couldn't see the guy really getting to a good rhythm up by the wall. It was kind of hit or miss sometimes. If you miss it off of two, some people, I saw Clint get in so much trouble in practice off of two. Yeah. He about wrecked three or four times in practice. Yep. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't, I think that stuff's so hit or miss. Spot on, spot off. Kyle Busch post-race picking his nose. He was? <laughs> he picked his nose, then grabbed the microphone. He didn't eat it like, what's his name, did in the NFL last year? Like, or <laughs> Sarkeesian did. Remember Sarkeesian, Alabama? Yeah. He was eating boogers on TV. <laughs> Aren't they good for Come you? Come with spotter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Aren't they good for you? That's gross. Boogers? I don't know. <laughs> they hiding something? Maybe. <laughs> Are you um, sure? What, what did he do? Are you, this so doesn't he, say Kyle Bush picked his nose. No, it says Kyle Bush post race. I know. He did. Kristen. He did pick his nose, though, but then he, he grabs did. the microphone. Picks his nose, <clears throat> like looks at it, and then picks up the microphone, says a few words, and throws it back down again. I, look, Didn't you see the video? I did. I didn't really pay attention to him picking his nose. <laughs> but, I mean, you just ran 600 miles. You got beat by fuel mileage. Tripped over forklift. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's pissed off. I mean, I, I think you – I don't know, man. Like, we want – all I hear is, oh, my God, let these guys show emotion. Show don't let corporate sponsorship influence their behaviors. Let them fight. And the minute they do something, everybody's like, oh, my God, what a bad guy. Like, if you're going to say that, then let them be who they are. I mean, I. it was one in the morning. If I had a $4 million house to go to, I'd drop Mike to and go home. <laughs> I don't over think it. he was mad. I think he was just – Mad he didn't win again. I was ready to go home. What time was it? Twelve fifty. Twelve thirty. Yeah, roughly. <laughs> Done. Um, it started raining. I started crying. <laughs> I don't. I don't care no. when. I don't care that Kyle, you know, did his interview like he did it. I, I mean, that's Kyle. Then that's part of him. Everyone knows that Kyle is not going to change. He right. Is, so for people that are saying he's not gracious yeah. and he shows no, that's just him. Kyle that, is not going to change. Yes. He, this is going to be Kyle. Have you seen his done. mom lately, Gay Bush? No. She has lost so much weight. I need to know what she You know did. what? I did see her like a month ago. Dude, she's tiny. Gastric bypass surgery? What is it called? When gas? They put gastric. They put that. I have gas. <laughs> I'm not skinny. <laughs> She's so skinny. She looks amazing. She, Tom Tom Bush is already skinny. That guy's the skinniest yeah, man I know. Yeah. Yeah. But Gay Bush is – she's now skinny. Yes. Spot on, spot off. Dylan dabs the Charlotte Motor Speedway crowd. Gold-plated Camaro burnout. Would you imagine what – if, what if Kristen's name was Kristen Bush? <laughs> I don't know. George Bush. Well, it depends on what your middle name would be. Like – Likes Kristen likes Bush. That's not a middle name. <laughs> That's not a middle name. Spot on, spot off. <laughs> Dylan dabs the crowd and has his gold-plated Camaro burnout. I'm over the dab. 
It's out. Faded out. Dylan dabs. He dabbed? Yeah. Did a belly slide dive. Man, let's, uh, let's, let's discuss this for a moment. <laughs> Is this anywhere else in the show about this, Josh? No. Let's discuss this. this uh, Dab. Let's just discuss the, the integrity of the win, okay? Well, it is in Fastlane, the number three car going back to victory lane. Okay, well, that's different. So, Austin Dillon won the Coca-Cola 600. Correct. On fuel mileage. Austin Dillon didn't do a lot in the last 67 laps to win that race, other than not wreck and pedal the car, right, save fuel. So, dabbing seems a little bit over the top for me. Yeah. It's like taking a bow. I mean, so his, I, his crew yeah. chief maybe should be dabbing because that's who won that race. He made the call. Whoever built the engine and, and had that fuel savings built in. Won. We were eight laps short. We couldn't even attempt it. Yeah, we were we were short. You know, I, I just think you need to be – You got a top ten though, didn't you? I think yeah. sometimes you got to be a little gracious about – I mean, it's his first win. It's a big deal. Congratulations. I think it's awesome. But you won the way Chris Buescher won last year. Pocono, you know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand it's a win's a win, and he was really fired up after the race. I mean, he got out of the car and was walking towards the flag stand, like, like raging, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like I, I would, I would be, and, and I mean, clearly TJ and I are both in the sport, but I would, I would really like to hear some of the other drivers' candid comments about how he acted and, and what they thought about it's it. It's not like he went up there and passed Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch. Yeah, it's different. I mean, it, it's a win, but it's not. You didn't, you didn't beat them guys by straight speed. No. Nah. Which is what our racing is supposed to be about. But you didn't Martin Truex them. You know, no, you didn't Martin, win. You didn't yeah. lead 392 out of 400 laps like Martin did the year before. And Martin and Kyle Busch dominated this race. So, I, I mean, I, I guess my my point is, I, I, maybe you need to act a little more civil. Yeah. Not, not I mean, so. I don't he's know. He's young. It's his first win though, so I kind of understand it if it carries on, you know, and. Um, you know, I, I, even on fuel, we've won fuel mileage races before and I don't, it wasn't, we didn't get that carried away with it. I just don't know that you can boast. I don't know as a driver that I would be able to get out. If I kicked your ass, I would 100% be able to get out and boast how well I did. But if, if I were in that situation, I think I would get out a little more subdued. So let me ask you this qualifying when someone gets the pole, do you think it should be the person who built that car, the engineers, the crew chief that is up there holding the Coors Pole Light, I mean, Coors Light Pole you, Award flag. You know, Kristen at Talladega, yes, but at yeah, no, at, at Darlington, nah. Those that, guys got to lay that, the lap that, down. That, that guy's got to lay the lap down, and, and they got to have the balls and the and the. It's such a fine the, line between balls and bravery and talent yeah. and skill. It's, everything. It's the edge at a place like Darlington, a place like Bristol. Oh my God, the driver deserves whatever accolades he gets for yep. winning at a place like that. But for me, just a fuel mileage race in general. It's more about the team than it is about you. Yeah, you managed it, you know, but it's more about the offensive line that helped the quarterback, you know, break the completion record that particular day for me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's more about the drivers do a great job. And don't get me wrong, we have the best drivers in the world yeah. as far as that. what they can do. These guys can get in other cars and be competitive. Not many people can come to our sport and be competitive. And um, But I feel, like it, I feel like the crews do go unrecognized more than – you know they should. You know, um, I mean they they're the ones with the hours in these cars, build them and stuff. But 
I mean, it takes a complete package. I don't know. It does. I, I, I just don't know that I'd be pounding my chest on a fuel mileage win. Me personally. But, hey, teach their own. Spot on, spot off. Alonzo's run at Indy. I loved it. I thought I think he'll be back to run again. I think he had a good time. I think he – I was very impressed with it, man. I mean, I figured he could do it, but to, uh, he's never had to turn left, 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 left. You know what I mean? Just – and the draft. I'm sure the draft was pretty much new to him. So, I'm spot on with the guys like him coming over here and doing that. That yep. race is getting more and more popular. Yeah. Uh, spot on for his attempt. Spot on for his effort. Spot off for his avoiding Jerry Punch's interview or whoever it was that was walking with him after he blew up. He had to go back and, and freshen up and shower and change and then come out and actually uh, do the he, interview. Uh, he kept his helmet on which the is, entire time. Yeah, which they tell you in PR school, if you don't want to do the interview, keep your helmet on. That way you don't look like such jerk. They can't see your face. But, I, 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 you know, I think that was that F1 mentality. But to TJ's point, I feel like anybody that's a, a talented race car driver can get in an Indy car and be competitive. I don't think that's the case in our world. If that guy had come here for the first time ever yeah. and it had been Indy, he would have maybe qualified 32nd and he would have probably crashed. You know, I think Kurt Busch going and getting in an Indy car for the first time ever and running sixth, sixth yeah. shows how talented our guys are and how they can – translate it to other cars you can't take the guy who finished sixth in the indy 500 and come back to indy for the first time ever and get in a stock car and, and then finish even in the top 15 it wouldn't happen i yeah. don't care what car they're in i'm not sure not easy i think larson could go and run competitive but i think the kurt bush and possibly even kyle too i think any of our guys could because there's so much downforce yeah. in the cars no, i think so they could drive the them, but i think they would get in trouble sometimes with the the air and turbulence and stuff sometimes Derek Coat. Yeah, yeah, but I think Kurt and Kyle are two great people that get would be fit that. I mean, Kurt ran a great – Kurt did awesome Yeah, last year. So, Spot on, spot off. Uh, terrifying for sure. Dexon's near-death crash at Indy. That was insane. You know, that, that doesn't take Indy to have a crash like that. They could hit like that at a, at a, at a road course too where they're creating a decent amount of speed. And granted, they're not going to fly as far, but they can get airborne. When they hit wheels, it's possible. Who was the guy who – crashed at california at fontana was it greg moore Moore, yeah came off of two and he went head first into the wall and he did not yeah. live dixon was probably less than three feet away from death his head was so close to hitting that wall i i've often thought these things are coffins on wheels and these guys are nuts I, the, the thing that impressed me the most about it is minutes after this happening, Safety, this yeah. guy gets on TV and does an interview with a, as much composure, probably more composure than any of us even have right now in this room. And this guy was feet, three feet max away yeah. from death. He's been – Scott Dixon's a class, you know, class act, and he's yeah. – I was glad he did the interview. I mean, I I think I think everybody was glad he did it. I mean, those things are traveling a football field every second. You know, the speeds are just astronomical, 220-plus miles an hour. Now – Granted, our cars would run faster than their cars. If we went to Talladega unrestricted, we would run faster than 225 miles an hour. That is truly that car's top speed. We don't know our car's top speed. Some engineer could tell you what it is, but we don't run our top speed because yeah. the track's just – it's not safe. So, again, three feet yeah. max away from death. Indy's dude. safety team got to him so They're amazing. Quick. They're amazing. Holy crap. They do it better than anybody else wow. in any form of motorsports. They kill it. That was awesome. Was They're awesome. security guards, though. Oh, no. Not amazing. Yellow shirts. Yellow shirts. They're like a bunch of retired <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and, and, and they wear these yellow shirts, and they have these damn whistles. Oh. Although I will strangle someone with a whistle this if year. They, if they blow a whistle in my damn ear, I'm going to I'm gonna. Andy, uh, and, and, like, the thing is, we go there wanting them to be mad at us. You know, it's, you it's like I'm going to get in the wrong fight. lane right here just to make this old guy's blood pressure go up. <laughs> well, I think they're <laughs> mad before we get there. flying out of his mouth and, you know. Yeah, I think they're mad before we get there. They are. I mean, by the time we get to the racetrack, that whistle's blown. We get within 100 yards, you can hear the whistle blown. I want to go to the security meeting. Okay, guys. I don't think there is one. <laughs> Welcome to Indianapolis Motor Speedway security team. Your job is to be an ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> all, all 400 of them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it's rough. They're rough. Oh, God. They wouldn't let me out on pit road with my hard card. <laughs> uh, my favorite part is when I'm leaving a track and they say, can I see your credential? I'm like, I'm f***ing leaving. Yeah. Why do you, what do you need to see for me to leave? They make you hold your hard card next to your face. And last year, like, NASCAR did something to my hard card. Like, I looked like Snooky. I looked like Orange in my picture. And they're like, that's not. I was like, this is me, can I please go now? It's nine thousand degrees. Looks like Snooky. Still me. It was orange. Yeah, it's Jersey Shore orange. Let's take a break. <laughs> if you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insiders' info all weekend long on the eighty-eight team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. All right, we're going to go into fast lane, gents. I'm going to give you guys a topic to debate, and we will alternate who responds first. You will each get 30 seconds to voice your opinion, and then whoever responded first gets a 30-second rebuttal hey, with a dinger. How would you like doing the live shows? They're fun. They were fun. They're fun. We had a lot of complaints, though, that um, that Natalie sucked. <laughs> that it's hard to it's hard to listen Last to. Last week, too? Yeah. Last week sucked too. I don't know if it sucked. I didn't have a chance to listen to it yet, but how, how, we have microphones. They're plugged into things. Right. We need to let TJ suck. run the audio. I thought yeah, it was fun. Fine. I like the All fan right, interaction. Natalie, stop sucking. <laughs> Natalie, figure it out. I actually enjoyed both the shows. live show. Was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know the guy from the guy showing it from Charlotte was pretty cool too. What I thought was funny, Wilson. and obviously, yeah, obviously Clint was a bigger draw at, at the Whiskey River than probably. Maybe not the, the three of us. We probably were a big draw. But we have more fans there for us than Brett Keselowski had. <laughs> He's just standing awkwardly in the corner. Did y'all notice that? Yeah. I think the only person there for Clint was that woman that made it really creepy. Remember that woman? Yeah. Came, she's like, Clint, I'm here to see you. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then Clint actually did take one and a half fireball shots. I wish you had Brad's lips. If you have Brad's lips. He's Brad Keselowski? The, yeah. He's got the best lips. Don't you think? I, this I, is the weirdest conversation really I've ever been a part of. Okay. <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> Look at you all laid out. I feel you like obviously you felt got that some day. sunburn this weekend. I did. I got burnt yesterday. What about sunscreen? Don't you understand? I did put it on. I didn't You're redheaded. I didn't reapply. I used to be blonde headed. What happened? Age? Is that what happens? I don't know. What, all right. What color is your hair? My hair is brown. Well, is it's it? really dark brown. Yeah. It looks black. 
It's because she colors it. Do you color it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going gray. Every girl colors. I'm like 50% gray. My dad went like white at 35. Really? Yeah. Oh, turning gray is better than turning loose. Mine's turning loose. That <laughs> <laughs> is a little bit better than losing it. TJ, yeah. you ready? You're going first. I- I'm always ready. The number three cars made it back to victory lane after nearly 17 years. Reactions on social media were a mixed bag. Some didn't want to see the number three go back to victory lane with Austin driving. Your thoughts? I mean, it, it's the three car races. Why would you not want to see? You know, I, I was fine with it. It, I don't know. It, it's it didn't hurt my feelings with it. I think everybody I think it was kind of cool to have it go back to victory lane. Maybe we've been talking about Austin gaining steam. You know, and we I wasn't sure he was going to take off this quick, but obviously the crew chief change was a good shot in the arm, and they had speed all night and, and uh, you know, got into victory lane. My thoughts are that I'm I'm really happy for Austin. He, he's a good dude. He's always been nothing but nice to me. I'm happy for a lot of guys at RCR. Really happy for Andy Houston, one of the, the probably – there's probably not anybody on the roof that's more of a racer than that guy. I mean, he, you know, he wanted trucks and made it to cup with Cal Wells. I'm just over the whole three thing. I mean, I still think the number 43 is Richard Petty's and the number three is Dale Earnhardt, so it doesn't matter who drives it. I, I mean, I feel like if it were so important, the number three, that this guy would be winning fan votes to get into the all-star race, which he's never even really contended to win. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know why you would hold on. I mean, there was a chance when it came back to the sport that it was going to win. So, you know, I, I'd just be happy for him, man. It's, it's cool we all know, like you said, 43 is Richard Petty. Yeah. You know, 3 is Dale Earnhardt. We know that. So, you know, be. I, I think it's cool that it won. I, I, I really wish, and I know our time's <clears> up, but for me, when David Pearson stops driving the 21, when Richard Petty stops driving the 43, when Dale Earnhardt stops driving the 3, you retire those three numbers. It's just me. Them three guys are legends. They're the best. Right. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Johnson, retire the forty-eight. There's enough numbers. For yeah, when Jimmy run. quits, the forty-eight is going to be Jimmy Johnson. So. You can run a hundred and forty-eight if you want to be a hundred and forty-eight, but there there doesn't need to be another forty-eight. I don't remember a forty-eight even being here before Jimmy Johnson. Do you? I don't, uh, it wasn't not for a while, not like right away. I think there was um back in the day there was a there was a couple, but. Not Probably like Derek Cope. He's about 103. Way before Derek <laughs> Cope. But, yeah. Anyway, some some numbers, in my personal opinion, do deserve to be retired. And let's not – I mean, let's be honest. Why did you bring the three back to sell T-shirts, right? Licensing. And to attract sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I get it. But, to me, the three has lost its it, – it's it's still Dale Earnhardt's number to me. It's not, yeah. it's not Austin Dillon's number. That's Dale Earnhardt's number. He's borrowing. It's just my opinion. You you good? Yeah, I already went my ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went like 19 times. Yeah. The Toyotas have only two wins on the season, but they swept the first three stages of the 600. Are, Toyota, are the Toyotas turning things around finally? Yeah, I mean, period. They, they dominated the Coke 600. I think we saw their – this rules package throw them a curveball for the first quarter of the year, and now it's like they figured it out. I mean, Denny was one of the faster cars. I don't know what would happen, but when he'd get to the front, he would immediately have a bad restart or something. But you look at Matt, Eric Jones, I mean, they were all up there. You know, I, Charlotte, the Toyotas are always really good at Charlotte, and I kind of expected them to be fast again. And to me, them not getting the win there is a pretty big um, fail, in my opinion. You dominate that race. That's the 
that's a shot in the arm that you guys might need to, to you know, carry on the momentum. But um, they're always really, really fast at Charlotte. So I don't look for them to be dominant like they were before. Um, you know, that, but Charlotte, they are obviously have something that works really good there. Yeah. The biggest thing that I don't know that anybody's really talking about, maybe they are, I just didn't read anything yesterday because I was at the pool all day. But Austin Dillon winning this race throws a huge curveball in the playoff. Ryan Newman winning this his race throws a huge playoff uh, uh, curveball in the playoff. They aren't necessarily contending to win races, yet their pit strategy has won them races. I would like to know when the last time RCR won that wasn't a pit strategy race. I mean, Menard to Indy pit strategy, like – they're not winning because they have fast cars. They're winning because they have smart crew chiefs that are calling great races. So, big curveball in the playoffs, having another non-winning guy, a winning guy. Martin Truex Jr. dominated the 600 on Sunday but did not win. He was charging hard, trying to catch Austin Dillon, who was running low on fuel. How do you, as a spotter, keep your driver calm and focused when this scenario presents itself? Uh, well, I mean, in Martin's case, you just got to drive as fast as you can, like you've been doing all night. And that's your strategy. You don't you, you've played you've played your cars. When you got a car like that, you don't do fuel mileage stuff. You're going as fast as you can, and you hope we don't have a yellow at a certain point where it gives everyone else a chance. So um, all you can do it. And Martin did Martin didn't do anything wrong. He did a great job. He did everything he could do. Um, did they he had, finish third? Yeah, Kyle got around with one to go. I run on the high side, but you know Martin drove a great race, and sometimes it plays out like that. Yeah, I mean as a spotter, if you're leading the race or if you're spotting for the second place car you're just constantly updating your driver on where the other driver is you know martin's guy was hopefully updating him on you know where the three car is what kind of lap times he's running and you know mathematically how many laps it's going to take to catch him and you know if the three maintains a certain pace you're not going to catch him you just then hope he runs out of gas so you're just keeping them updated with information yeah it's not you're not really having to keep martin calm because he's just hammered out He's running. He's doing what he's paid to do. He's running as fast as he can. It's more. It's harder in the other scenario when you're trying to keep the guy. All right, need you to slow down a little bit. But this guy's straight away back. Maybe speed up. You know, it's harder to. It's harder to manage that than it is to tell a guy just go get him. There he is. We get there. We get there. Yeah. Eric Jones and Daniel Suarez are leading the pack for Rookie of the Year contenders. Who, in your opinion, is the better driver thus far in their Cup Rookie Year? Brett. I I got to say, Daniel Suarez, this is the first race he's shown up for me in Charlotte. I, I thought he had a great 600. I'm not real sure where he finished. But when I look back at Homestead last year, you know, TJ was probably the closest car with Algar to being able to run with this guy. But, I mean, he was head and shoulders above everybody else. I don't know if he got away with something in tech or what the hell happened there. But nobody could run with him. And he looked like the next big deal. And then he got to the Cup Series and – Struggle run top twenty. So hands down. Go ahead. I just got interrupted. Uh, I got. I got to go. Eric Jones. Eric Jones is consistently leading the top of the board in practices. He's he's top six, top seven in practice. He went to the back after a a piece went through his nose. Came all the way back up through to sixth or seventh. Um, he he's showing strength at all types of racetracks. I'd, I'm going to be interested in seeing how he does when we get to the Glen and stuff like that. But He's fast at short tracks. He's been fast at mile and a half. This guy is pretty much the complete package. So, Yeah, Eric Jones was my pick. That's what I was going to say before Josh interrupted me. Um, the time interrupted you. I, I really feel like he's having as good of a rookie year as we've seen out of a rookie since, you know, Tony Stewart got here. So he, he, he definitely 
has the the things about yeah. him to make him a, tr- a future champion. I think he's having a stronger rookie year than like Larson and them did. Yeah, he's he's solid. And he's fast, man. Yeah, he wrecks a lot, but that's okay. Jeff he Gordon does. wrecked thirteen times his rookie year. Like that's expected, you know. In the in in he's fast. I mean, he's fast. He and he's not slowing down. So yeah. The off the wall topic: Tiger Woods was arrested early Monday morning <laughs> on the charge of DUI. <laughs> Is if this you fake were news? on the board no. of the PGA, no. what would you say a punishment should be for this lack of judgment? This morning, however, he came out and said it was a mix of prescription drugs. Alcohol played no part of it. But if you saw his mugshot, he looked blitzed. Man, not for a punishment, no shoe shows for a month. <laughs> Stay out of the shoe shows. What a fall this guy's had. He we're had not, we're not even doing the dinger on this one. <laughs> Why doesn't Tiger just retire? I don't get it. He's won everything 35 times. It just keeps getting worse. Yeah. This it's his back. <laughs> it's, it's, Brett, is this real? It's real? It is real. It's in the New York tabloids. Hey, you, you didn't see it? No. Let's show you I didn't look at my phone yesterday. It overheated at the pool and it wouldn't turn back on. Have your phone ever done that? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Keep it out of the sun. What a f- his, his mugshot <sighs> is horrendous. Oh, my God, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger. He looks, like, bloated and high and drunk. <laughs> he doesn't even look sad. like Tiger. The, the, both the New York tabloids had the same. Headline? Yeah, was it was it? hilarious. Uh, DUI of the Tiger. It was the post and the other one, whatever the other one is there. They had the same thing. This is when I feel bad for famous people. Oh, yeah. Feel bad for Tiger Woods and his millions of dollars. But if this were Kristen, your picture wouldn't be all over the internet like this. That's true. I mean. Also, I don't get DUIs. Well, so. First of all, he's really rich, I assume. Yeah. So, dude, Uber. I just took an Uber (laughs) from Concord to Greensboro last Thursday because I had to fly with Elliot somewhere. It was $154. It was $74. That's like, it. surely to God, this guy has $74. <laughs> no matter where the hell he was going. He's only got about $740 million. Is that his net worth? So he should buy no. Uber. <laughs> the whole yes. damn company. What a shame. I just, I, I, I do hate that because he's famous, it's a big deal. Also, who is the cop that pulled Tiger Woods <laughs> over? Like, this guy. Derek Cope. <laughs> like, <laughs> What do you say when like you? Like he, but he must have been in really bad shape. But when you roll up on the window, you say, <laughs> "Hey, Mr. Woods, how about your ID? You got it with you?" Like you know, that's Tiger Woods. Yeah. Because I'm sure he's not driving a Ford Pinto. I mean, he's probably in a pretty nice vehicle. Like he was in his hometown near his house at Where does 3 a.m. Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter. Maybe he's moved to Mars. I mean, that's a problem. <laughs> Get more candy bars. Where's Jupiter, Florida? I don't know. Near on, Orlando. Yeah, it's on the uh, East Coast. Palm Beach. Really? Tiger Woods lives in near Orlando. Like Boca Ratonish? Uh above Boca Raton. It's um it's an island. So it's so does Ju- he Jupiter did, Island. Did he blow? I don't I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think any of those uh, Probably details didn't were to. released. Well at least he didn't try to drive to the island. It's like there. Jupiter. Okay. Oh nice. No Wait, that's Palm. I was wrong, not Orlando. He used to live in Winter Haven or Mir or whatever in Orlando. I mean, I guess the bad thing is, I mean, look, he made a mistake. If he's if he's drunk and he's under the influence operating a vehicle, he could have killed somebody. I get it, people. I'm not going there. But the bad thing is, if if Kristen gets a DUI, which she's not going to, but if she did, she wouldn't lose her job. 
she wouldn't lose her income. Would I? No, you wouldn't. It's not a fire. Oh, I guess North Carolina, too, you can fire anyone for anything. So. Well, you're, you're employment at will regardless. But Tiger Woods is going to lose a lot of money over this. And, I mean, I guess he ultimately – When did you take your shoes yeah, off? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Well, I don't flip-flops anyway. Why are your feet on the table? Because I'm comfortable. Feet, feet, <laughs> not like shoes and feet. Well, Good Lord, <laughs> Tiger. I just feel bad for the guy. All right, we're going into hashtag AskDBC, where producer Amish Josh has chosen a few hashtag AskDBC questions, and you guys can always get to us on Facebook or Twitter and ask questions all throughout. I wonder the where he was going. It was I three a.m. His house. Maybe to Waffle House shoe show. Maybe to Waffle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he left the. You know, maybe he left the shoe show and was going to the Waffle House. Yeah. Maybe he was leaving I Waffle just, House. Some of the shoe shows bad. have buffets at like two in the morning. Yeah. Do you trust that food? I wouldn't eat that food with your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. Glittery and stuff. Poor tiger. He said, what happened was an unexpected reaction to prescribed medications. I didn't realize the mix had affected me so strongly. At 3 a.m. I don't understand why people have to lie about... It's this 3 a.m., I must be lonely. Or Maybe that's what was wrong. It's 3 a.m., and I want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Just, okay, you did it. Do a couple, you know, media things for the local police, and you'll be out. <laughs> local. <laughs> a few media things. At Wrecker Fire asks, during the race, what other radio traffic do you listen to? Other teams, radio, or TV broadcasts? I don't listen to anybody. Just NASCAR. My I don't listen to myself or anything. If, if you don't. You, see a, you don't no. listen to yourself. If you see, a, if you know two guys wrecked and you want to hear their interview, you might flip over. We can get MRN on our radios, so you might flip over to MRN real quick to hear his broad, hear his interview and see how mad he is. But other than that, I don't listen to anything else. Yeah, I wear four radios: one to listen to NASCAR, one to talk to Elliot on Channel One, one to talk to Kevin, the crew chief on Channel Two, and then I do listen to myself. So that if you have a problem, and when you when you get used to listening to yourself, if you don't listen to yourself, man, it freaks you out. We can't listen to other teams; we're not supposed to. We're supposed to only have our one team for that particular series in our radios. So, uh, to TJ's point, we do and can get MRN, PRN, but beyond that, that's pretty much it. At Travis C underscore forty eight asks, who is the next first time winner? Blaney, Jones, Suarez, or Chase? Travis. <laughs> mm. Don't make eyes at me. Travis. Travis. Mm. Hey, Travis. Would you like to go to the prom? <laughs> Why do you sound Irish? <laughs> like a leprechaun. He Would did you like creepy to go lepre- to the prom. Like a lepre- leper. Like, like a, a creepy leper. leprechaun. So this guy shows up here in person. He's grown. The- He's grown into a man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm man. almost twice his age. Can you believe that? I'm going to wow. be 33 and he's 18. What a, what a steal that'd be. <laughs> cougar you. <laughs> yeah. He's going to tree a cougar. I like how he tried to make you jealous. He did. He so, said, "Who'd you go to the prom with?" This oh, dime piece. She was an eleven out of ten. Yeah. Hey, bud, you're not real good at math because ten out of ten is all you can get. <laughs> <laughs> what if she was really hot? Who? The what prom the hell date. do Kristen I care? Kristen is really hot. No, the other prom date. Well, maybe he should send us a picture and let us evaluate. What if she this had eleven out of ten? What if she had nicer lips? <laughs> She's got <laughs> Brad lips. Brad Kozlowski lips. <laughs> what if she had nicer lips? God. Wonder what her name is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, back, back to the question. <laughs> Your first name's Harry. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> back to the question. Come on, I'm a ten. I leaned over. Who is the next first time winner? I gotta go with uh, Blaney. Yeah, Blaney's showing a lot of speed and a lot of. Uh, listen, Ryan Blaney, when he can figure out how to not get so damn mad in the race car, does he get mad? Yes, like 
Like, yeah, yeah like mad, Temper mad. Tantrum, mad. Yes. When he figures out how to control that a little bit and put and put that out of his head quicker, yeah, stuff's going to happen on the racetrack that's going to make you mad. The madder you get and the longer you stay mad, the slower you're going to go. When Ryan's out front, Ryan's driving great. When he, you know, when he gets up there in the top five, Ryan's a great driver. But you know, you're gonna have to be able to come through the pack sometimes, and you can't get mad at everybody that you go through there. So, yeah. Ryan is really good and gonna be here for a long time, and he's definitely showing, he's definitely showing the most ability to win right now. Has great hair. He does like I Star wish I Wars had his hair. Because yours is doing what? I mean, he Star can go Wars. straight from a regular haircut to a mullet in like a month. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. At Long Race and asked, what was your scariest moment as, as a spotter with any of your drivers? Hmm. My scariest moment with Elliot was at Pocono when he hit uh, a wall that wasn't really a wall. It was more so two miles of dirt, and the engine flew out of the car. I mean, if you want to Google um, YouTube. Elliot Sadler Pocono wreck, A.J. Amendinger wrecked him. Imagine that. And you can't really see a lot of Elliot's wreck because they were focused on somebody else that was wrecking. And you just barely see Elliot's nose come in and hits the guardrail. And, and he literally hits two miles of dirt with Clint. It was Kansas two or three years ago. He wrecked off turn two and went head on. And, I mean, when that happens, you literally get nauseated. Your knees feel weak um, because you're friends with these guys. You know, I mean, imagine you're one of your best friends watching them being a, in a horrific wreck. That's what it's like times 10 because you know they're running 200 miles an hour not 55 so that with with Elliot and uh and Clint that's definitely my two yeah I think the Daytona this year with Justin was one of the scariest that I've been involved in he uh just got turned basically head on into the wall in turn three and then he wouldn't answer me for a while and he stayed right up against the fence most time they come down off the wall when he stayed up against the wall wouldn't answer me you his think radio. you think he's knocked out yeah something's wrong when they're not answering he the radio had got switched so he couldn't he was talking but that was probably that was probably um I don't think we've we've had some bad wrecks here and there. Nothing like nothing super scary with Dell Jr., you know, nothing um we flipped over a couple of times at Daytona we've turned but it was real easy when you weren't you know, there when he caught on fire in that Corvette, were you? No. Uh, that'd have been any time fire scares me. Yeah. So At Wrecker Fire asks pros and cons of putting plates on the cars for the mile and a half tracks. Would slowing them down make them a little safer? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. We don't need plates. No. We, 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 need, we need more horsepower. Make them go fast on the straightaways. Make them slow down for the corners. That's what creates passing. Putting a plate on a car is, is not the answer. I mean, we ran a plate at New Hampshire after a couple guys lost their lives there. Kenny Irwin, Adam Petty. And uh, I don't think we saw a single car get passed that particular day. Like, you just can't. You don't need to restrict fuel to these motors. We need more motor, not less. Uh, these cars are just stuck to the ground. I don't care how much motor you Slammed. got. When you when these cars are stuck to the ground, they're they're going to carry speed through the corners and they're going to go faster. So I think um, I, don't know, I think I, we got some things I think coming in the right direction here soon. Some more changes that are going to maybe do that a little bit, and we'll see what they do to the cars. I'm still hearing the valence is coming back. Are you hearing that? I have heard the valence might be coming back. So I hope you know so. That, yeah, I, I'm just a, I'm glad it's going to save a lot of race cars when they spin out and get in the grass. Yeah. So. All right, we're headed into Dover, and before we have our picks, do you guys have anything that you are super pissed about or you'd like to rant about? Or I did mine in the beginning about the lap cars. <laughs> Get the hell out of the damn way. Get on the bottom. We should do a public service announcement on Twitter. 
Man, look, shame them. Look at the score of these DBC picks. You know, let's look at this. It would be two. It'd be Ooh. it'd be two away if I didn't get boned in Kansas. If a Bone. frog had wings, it wouldn't bump its ass every time yeah. it jumped either. Frog had wings. Gotcha. It'd Brett. be able to fly. <laughs> Got it. it. Bump its ass every so time. So Brett's kicking TJ's butt eight to four. Yeah, that's not really killing it. <laughs> You're not. You're sucking. It's double. I could take four weeks off. To Why tie. don't you pick Derek Cope for Dover? Dover. Why don't you pick Ross Chastain? <laughs> See who comes out on top. You got to go first. Yeah, and I've used a heavy hitter already. Big, so. big advantage. Yeah. So, and I've already used the good guy at Dover. That sucks. Chris Boucher. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, I'll go. Um, I need to win. So, I'm going to have to go with somebody. I'll <laughs> I go Eric Jones, man. Heck with it. Eric Jones. E. Jones. Happy birthday, Eric Jones. How yeah. about last week I predicted that Kyle Larson would wreck in the Coke 600, and he did. Do you remember that? On the he caught a tire. He wrecked. Caught a tire. <laughs> he picked Kyle Larson, and I said, I mean, you just feel like at some point somebody's due to not have a good Are race. you ever going to pick the winner? Of the race? Yeah. Is your pick ever going to win? You picked one winner, TJ. <laughs> Don't let it go you. to your head. He's, he's saying he's more trying than to you. be condescending while he's losing. Are you ever going to really pick the winner? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but you'll never pick the winner. Who um, is Kennington? DJ Kennington. Did I miss something? Why is Ross Chastain not on this list? Huh? It's not a series regular. He picked Eric Jones. <laughs> Kennington is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick the Derek driver. Pope. I'm going to pick Harry Bush. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Kyle. Harry Bush. Bush. Kyle's That's who I got. As long as he doesn't pick his nose and fall over a forklift this weekend. I, when, I, when, I, when I look at Dover for all you fantasy players, obviously Jimmy Johnson's good there. Kyle Bush is good there. Another guy that's actually good there, and I think it's his only good oval, is A.J. Allmendinger. A.J.'s good there. Um, you know who was really good there was Greg Biffle and Carl Edwards. Yeah. Yep. They were both top six or seven guys. Concrete Carl, we called him. Yeah. Cousin Carl. Now he's farming soybeans or something. Yep. Living in his basement. Is <laughs> he living in his basement? Because the zombies are coming. Oh, is that what he's doing? No, he's getting I ready for know. a zombie apocalypse? I don't, know. I don't know. There's a rumor that he thinks zombies are coming. You should be prepared for he any sort know, of He wouldn't know because he has disaster. no so <laughs> He's never going to know because he has no social media and no TVs in his house. So how's he ever going to find out? Well, this I has been know, a treat. He's ready. He's got AR-15s. <laughs> he's ready. Plenty of food. <laughs> yeah. Have you got food saved up in case something like that happens? I do. Alan makes fun of me because we always have more cans of, like, vegetables and beans and stuff just in case. Do and you make have... your own, like, jars of stuff and store it? Like No, I have no time. But I do have extra food. And he's always like, we're not – like, there's no room. Why are you buying all of this stuff? And it's because it's coming. I'm telling you. It's going off the grid. You guys. What's coming? near the water. <laughs> what's coming? Off the grid. Something. So you guys like? Do you really believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I tell you what, I felt like I was in North Korea during the uh, Coke 600 because those little bugs were bombing the piss out of me. <laughs> Freddie Kraft was standing beside of me. <laughs> I did and, get hit a couple times. One went down his shirt, and Freddie, oh. Freddie weighs about 280. Dude, he was doing some breakdance moves that I've never seen. It was, a, I guess, a gigantic mall. Oh, gosh. Proceeded to That's fly gross. down his shirt. It must have got in his pants the way he was wiggling. 
this, just Listen. imagine the Michelin Man breakdancing. That's what we had going on. Like, oh. I don't know what a bug does when it gets in your shirt. They go bananas. You know, it's dark and they're trying to get out. Yeah, it, I mean they were listen, literally bombing us. When you get when you just have a shirt on and a bug does fly in there and you're trying to spot a race, it's not comfortable. Nah. I mean the thing's in there buzzing around and you're trying to like. You guys should take like citronella candles up there or something. Yeah, and those little, it the spray matter. that you can you, put on your. Yeah, no, because the, the lights are right. The in front lights of us. are in front yeah. of us. So the million bugs that you yeah. when you look Ugh, up and you see all those bugs, they're nailing us. Yeah. <laughs> so the. <laughs> What do you think they're thinking? I'm going to hit the light. <laughs> Boom. Into it. Oh, dang, I missed. Why, I mean, it, Why are they so fascinated with lights? Yeah. Uh, thanks to One Main and <laughs> Salta Studio. <laughs> Leave us some feedback on the Twitter or the Facebook. Follow the light. MySpace. Fly into the light. MySpace. On the AOL. It's only for on, predators. On. Coming to you, spotter. Coming to you, spotter. Holla. All right, thanks, guys. See you next week. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 